Good morning, everybody. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? I wanted to podcast yesterday, but I just didn't have the time. You know, it just... So when I work from home, trying to find some time to be able to record without disturbing my mom is really tough. And we had a good day yesterday. I mean, it was really good. It was like a like a throwback day, you know. I had to get her ready for the doctor. So for my lunch break, I took her to the doctor. But, you know, I had to take a lot of breaks because it took about three hours to get her ready, you know, psychologically, like, to just get her up. We'll get her food, get her up, help, you know, speed along the process of her getting dressed. But she did all of it, and she was a champ. We made it. The only thing that was annoying was the doctor's office. And here's the problem I see coming in the future. Not only is it not going to be enough workers, but the workers that we're going to have. So the difference, the age difference between the two people who staff the podiatrist's office in terms of the front desk is vast. One is clearly, you know, over, I would say at least over 35. And one new person is probably under 25. And a lot of these under 25 people don't have good social skills, but they know they need to work. So they're working, but they're not, they don't understand the basic customer service skills you need to be good at a customer service based job. So they don't make eye contact. They don't tell you their name. They don't have a pleasant tone in their voice. And it's like, all this stuff is what you need to do when someone with a, especially with a dementia patient, enters an office. You need to be pleasant. You need to be cheery. You need to have a good tone in your voice. You need to make eye contact. You need to share your name. You know, and it's like, y'all, so not only are we going to have a shortage of workers, get ready for an influx of shitty workers because you got all these kids who grew up on phones. You know, the kids who texted each other even though they were sitting right next to each other. And you didn't think it was a big deal to to get them out and make them more social and teach them how to talk to people. Uh, It's going to be a huge deal because it's going to really limit their money. Because if you're not good with people in a service-based industry, and that's really where we're headed, um, you're going to struggle. Because no one's going to hire someone who can't make eye contact and can't talk. And if they do hire you, you know, you, they're not certainly not going to elevate you and you're, you're going to have a hard time moving in the world. You know, I'm like, and I could tell the other lady was annoyed because this girl would just disappear. She clearly doesn't tell people when she's going on break. And it's like, what is, what is this? Who, it's like, who is raising these people? You know, it's like, anyway, that's going to be a big problem. But uh, if you want to work, there will be work in doctor's offices and as caregivers, but you have got to learn social skills. And I know I've touched on it. When I went to Howard, I had social, uh, I didn't have the best social skills, but I could talk to people. That was not my problem. My problem was I often didn't have uh comfort levels when I walked in certain rooms. I had a lot of anxiety. I don't know if I was insecure. I don't know. It might have been a combination of things. Just I didn't didn't feel like I do now when I walk into a room. And it's not like I walk in a room feeling like, you know, 
I own the room or anything, but I definitely feel more comfortable and confident than I ever did when I was 16, 18, 20, 20. I mean, I faked it a lot when I was younger. <laughs> I faked confidence. Um, but I don't have to fake it anymore. I actually feel like the version of the woman that I always wanted to be, which is good, right? Sounds good anyway. So yeah, we had a good day. We did a lot of walking. She slept pretty good. Um, it was just a good day. So we're just trying to stack good days on top of each other. I know I mentioned that I have a bipolar sibling. Well, it's one of my brothers and he decided he was just not going to take his medication which is weird because he got diagnosed with this in like 1981 or 82. And about every four years, he just goes off the rails and it's like, I'm not going to, I don't need the medicine anymore. Really? That doesn't sound right. And it's, uh, I think the thing that's keeping him from just being the crazy dude outside of Walgreens babbling about politics is, you know, our family, my mom especially, really advocated for him. His dad too. He had, uh, we have different fathers. And uh, his parents really, really, really advocated for him hard. And um, the thing about mental illness is it takes a while to get a good diagnosis. So it was years before someone ever really fully was like, he's bipolar. You know, my mom just, she didn't understand what it was. and She didn't like any of the names. Excuse me, here we go. She didn't like any of the names they were calling it. I mean, it, I think she was embarrassed, but also, like, confused and overwhelmed. And, um, you know, finally, somewhere in the 90s, uh, they found the right combination of meds. And, you know, he just has spent his adult years cycling on and off of that medicine. The problem is once you cycle off, it takes that much more medicine uh, and then some to get you back to your base point. So it's it's a sad thing. If you need medication, no matter what the medication is, no matter what the ailment is, don't just completely stop taking it. It stresses your body in ways that, that you know, your body gets used to these medicines coursing through its veins. And it, it, that's what they think you need to function. That's what your cells think, think you need to function. And they they get dependent on that. So don't just up and stop taking medications, no matter what the ailment is. It's just, it's not safe. And, you know, he had to be admitted into the hospital because he uh, was talking crazy. And so, um, and I don't say it lightly. I never use the word crazy lightly. I've seen it up close since I was 11 years old. It's it's, uh, scary, but it's also manageable. So, uh yeah, because I'm taking care of my mom, other relatives are out of town. There's nothing, there's nobody left. We're running out of bodies. So um, his private duty nurse had to take him to the hospital, but she had to leave. And so I get a call yesterday and it was really funny because the girl was so sweet and she was like, um, is your brother? And I was like, yep, that's my brother. And uh, she was like, um, he just doesn't seem to be quite himself. Has he ever had a, um, I was like, oh yeah. You mean like a break from reality? Absolutely. <laughs> he's had many of them. This is probably like, if since he's been doing this, this is probably like the 30th one. He's had this disease for over 40 years. And he just 
for some reason, and I think I saw a long time ago, it said uh, something on like 2020, the part of the brain that is most damaged by bipolar disorder or any kind of mental illness is also the part of the brain that tells them they need or don't need medicine. So once they start feeling better, they, they always want off the medicine. Because what looks like crazy to us is feels more normal to them. So when he's on the medicine, he seems more normal to us, more healthy, more balanced. But that he that to him feels unnatural. Isn't that deep? So anyway, uh, he's getting care, and hopefully we can get him back on the on the right pace. His his private duty nurse is amazing. You need to find a good nurse. And I mean, you need to start looking now because we're going to have a shortage soon. And if you're young and you're looking for a career, male or female, and you want to stand out and be excellent and get paid, you need to look into uh, the medical industry, home health. People are going to pay you through the nose to do home health. Because we're about to come upon all these people with dementia. And it won't be bad. You know, like my mom is everybody's favorite person to care for because she gets grouchy. She gets sassy. But for the most part, she's very sweet and can be really funny. And if she's in a good mood, it's a good it's a good gig. You know, she's still ambulatory. She still dresses herself. She just needs somebody to help her not make super horrible decisions. So, you know, if you're a good person, you can pass a background check and you're not out here trying to do terrible things to people, you definitely need to get out and get into that industry and maybe even start a little company. Start your own home health care company. If you don't want to do it, hire people to do it. Um, Hire cleaning or not only just hire cleaning companies, but like start your own cleaning company for for uh, home health care, you know, charge a little extra because, you know, you're going to have to go in and there will be poop and there will be body fluids and there will be, you know, but we're going to have to do something. And why not make some money? Why not have your own business and uh, help people? Because we're going to need your help. And uh, I'm saying that and thinking, like, I should be doing that myself. Um... You know, start another company that just does healthcare, because this is this is serious, and no one's going to be able to afford these facilities. I mean, they keep building them. St. Louis has a very gray population, and they keep building them. Every other new building is some sort of senior facility, but when they're going up at the tune of seven k a month, ten k a month, uh, the average person isn't going to be able to pay for that. So yes, there are a lot of wealthy St. Louisans, but the average St. Louisan isn't. Even if you're doing good, you ain't got an extra 6K a month. We're not talking annually. We're talking a month. So it's something to think about. But I'm excited. We had a good day. We had a surge of listeners while I haven't been uh, making a podcast. Uh, thank you very much. I would like to know if you guys would be cool if I... Because I miss adding music. When Anchor started, you could add music. You could put all kinds of audio from other sources on here. It was just really cool. And then when they got bought by Spotify, you can only put music on the podcast if it's 
uh, only on Spotify. Well, I don't have a lot of listeners on Spotify. I think only 6% of my listenership is on Spotify. But I miss making music, or not even making music, but making music a part of my podcast. So for a long time, I put my own songs on there that my company produced and we owned the rights to um, because it's my production team. But that's really technically against the rules. But also, I mean, it's only so many times that you want to... I mean, we have a pretty big catalog, but still... So anyway, I'm thinking about doing that, but I don't want to be limited to just Spotify because right now, most of my listeners come from Apple and something called Other and not Spotify, but I do miss putting music uh, to this podcast. It's a whole vibe, you know, I love music. So anyway, that's it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Jesus, take the wheel and drive me on out of here. It's crazy. It really is crazy. I I look at, the, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn, so I know something amazing is about to pop. It has to. It's it's just the law of inevitability at this point. You know, it's 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 a lot. My my plate is full. Not only is my plate full, my uh, the cup is full. The table is full. Everything's full. I'm I don't have anything else to give. Uh, to these causes right now, and I'm still trying to get my own shit popping. I still haven't made my movies or my. I, I haven't had a chance to write, which is an excuse, but it's true. But I am doing articles, and if you, uh, you guys, thank you for listening. Check out MadLovePodcast.com. Go ahead and go to Thoughts, the blog, and check. It's a lot of cool content up there. I've really been trying to put more up there, and I think. Uh, you guys will enjoy reading some of those articles. Uh, it'll be informative and they're good think pieces and complimentary pieces to um, the podcast. And I thank you so deeply for your support. You guys are the best. Thank you for the love. I've got mad love for you too. So we'll meet back here soon. Be your best. Happy Thursday. What? 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 All right. <laughs> be good.